Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 692, for Saturday, June 12th, 2021. This is the BGG Pageviews edition. Down 5 from 15 to 20, Everdell, by James A. Wilson, published by Starling Games with 10,919 views. That is a decline of 878, or 7.4%, from last week, but is 358 more than last week's number 20. Down 3 to 19, Midara, by Clayton Helm, Brooklyn Lundberg, Brennan Monker, and Ian Tate, published by Succubus Publishing, with 11,560. 641 more than Everdell, a decline of just 1.2%. Up 7 to 18, Merchant's Cove, by Carl von Ostrand with Johnny Pack and Drake Villarreal, published by Final Frontier Games with 12,039, 479 more than Madara, a gain of 21%. Also down 3 to 17, Spirit Island, by R. Eric Roos, published by Greater Than Games, with 13,263, 1,200 more than Merchant's Cove, a decline of 1.7%. Ending a five-week run back in the top 10, falling from 10 to 16, Sleeping Gods, by Ryan Lockett, published by Red Raven Games, with 13,962, 699 more than Spirit Island, and a decline of 18%. Down 4 to 15, Gloomhaven, by Isaac Childress, published by Cephala Fair Games, with 14,353. 391 more than Sleeping Gods, a decline of 15%. Entering at number 14, The Loop, by Maxime Rambourg and Theo Riviere, published by Pandasaurus Games, with 15,115. 762 more than Gloomhaven. On Board Game Geek, LOOP is in all capitals, as if it were an acronym, but I don't see any indication that it is an acronym. So it's another one of those games that is styled in all caps, like PARKS, or there was one uh, Alien Fate of the Nostromo from uh, several months ago, and the alien part was in all caps. I tried contacting the people at Board Game Geek and saying like, hey, that shouldn't be in all caps. It's not an acronym. And they said, no, if that's the way the publisher wants it styled, then that's the way that we're going to do it. I think they're going to run into some problems because lots and lots of games are in all caps. Anyway, after one week back in the top 10, down from 9 to 13, Terraforming Mars by Jacob Vixelius, published by Stronghold Games with 15,674, 559 more than The Loop, and a decline of 9.5%. Entering at number 12, Summoner Wars, the second edition by Colby Dauk, published by Plaid Hat Games with 17,578, 1,900 more than Terraforming Mars. And ending a three-week run in the top ten, in which it spent two of those weeks at number one, this week falling from five to eleven, Destinies, 
by Mikhail Golubevsky and Philip Malunsky, published by Lucky Duck Games, with 18,376, 798 more than Summoner Wars. That's a decline of 23%. There are three new entries in the top 10, and we've already heard from three games falling out. So from 8 to 10, Nemesis by Adam Kwipinski, published by Awaken Realms and Rebel with 18,601, only 225 more than Destinies, a decline of 8%, but more than 1,500 better than last week's number 10. Back down three spots from 6 to 9, Marvel Champions by Michael Boggs, Nate French, and Caleb Grace, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 20,000, 135, 1,500 more than Nemesis, a decline of 12%. Our first new entry is a debut at number 8, Catan, 3D edition, by Klaus Teuber, published by Catan Studio, with 21,467, 1,300 more than Marvel Champions. And this is exactly what it purports to be. It's the Settlers of Catan, now known as Catan, or to judge from Board Game Geek's entry, all in capitals, Catan. It's just ridiculous. Anyway, it's a 3D version of Catan. Down three from four to seven, Dune Imperium by Paul Denon, published by Direwolf, with 23,606, 2,100 more than Catan, a decline of six and a half percent. Our second new entry returns after six weeks away, charting at number six, on the chart for the 164th time, Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 23,893, 287 more than Dune, a gain of 56%. Last week it was number 13, so a seven-position jump to its highest position since October 24th of last year, almost eight months ago. The reason for it is on news of a new release model for expansions, They are going to have investigator expansions and campaign expansions. Our highest new entry is also a debut at number five, Imperium Classics, by Nigel Buckle and David Turchi, published by Osprey Games with 24,300, 407 more than Arkham Horror. This, according to the website, is a standalone game that contains eight asymmetric historical civilizations. It's a card game, but that doesn't really tell you much about what it is. And uh, and it's a card game. There is also an Imperium Legends that you can integrate with Imperium Classics. Down one from three to four, Lost Ruins of Arnak by Min and Elvin, published by Czech Games Edition with 24,603. 303 more than Imperium Classics, 710 more than Arkham Horror, only 997, a little less than 1,000 above Dune. So less than 1,000 views separates uh, ranks 4 through 7. But for Arnak, that is a decline of 22%. Moving up 4 from 7 to 3 in its second week back in the top 10, Aridia 
by Cody Miller, published by Far Off Games with 33,041, 8,400 more than Lost Ruins of Arnak, a gain of 45%. Last week's number one moves back one spot to number two, The Witcher, Old World, by Lukasz Wozniak, published by Go On Board and CD Projekt Red, with 33,151, only 110 more than Aridia. That is a decline of 41%. So it moves out of the way for last week's number two to switch places with it, moving up to number one to chart its sixth week at number one, Oath, by Cole Weirley, published by Leader Games, with 36,881, 3,700 more than The Witcher, a gain of 5.5%. Oath becomes the 18th game to spend six weeks or more at number one. Now, the last time it was at the top was back in early to mid-April, when it spent three weeks at the top in a row, ending on April 17th. So it's been away for about two months. For Saturday, June 12th, 2021.